Are you still trying to learn the balance of taking care of self and serving others? What about wanting to grow from being surfacey to vulnerable? Well, this is a podcast that will focus on trying to answer these two questions. I'm Melody, host of Mind Your Own Podcast, where I talk about my life as a single Christian woman and how I'm learning the balance of taking care of self and serving others, growing in vulnerability, and seeking God's love. So turn up the volume and let's get into today's discussion. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Melody, and I'm back at it with another episode. Uh, I am so excited about doing this podcast, y'all. I don't know if you can hear my excitement, but I am very, very, very excited, very encouraged by the reviews and the ratings that's been left that I've been asking my friends to do. Uh, Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. I really, really, really appreciate it so so much i will be sharing your reviews very soon uh maybe on the next podcast but before i jump into what we're going to be talking about today i have some exciting news to share with you guys i have not one but two sponsors for the remaining episodes of my podcast for now anyway i am so excited to share these products with you and i'm hoping that you guys will invest as well so uh please stay tuned for that i am so excited to share that with you it's so crazy because i just started this podcast like on sunday and there's been uh, so many so many great things that has happening as a result it's you know it's funny the things that you start to do and you you just push start on and how God just blesses it and he's just like I I told you to push start like I, I got you I got your back so I feel like that those are my sentiments uh exactly but today's topic is contentment and uh yeah contentment was one of those words for me where I was just like uh say what especially living in this like microwave society you want things now you have this like you know um you want this immediacy you know like i i have to happen it has to happen right now or um i ain't with it um but i am so excited to share my heart with you in this regard i actually was able to share this uh with a group of single people in my ministry a while back when we were having an all-night prayer and uh it was put on my heart to share it with you all um so let's dive in So I can't talk about contentment without talking about Paul. And for those of you who don't know who Paul is, Paul was dedicated to persecuting the early disciples of Jesus uh, in Jerusalem. And when I say persecuting, I mean killing people in the name of Christ. It wasn't until Paul, who was formerly known as Saul before becoming Paul, and you can read this in the book of Acts, um, especially starting in chapter 9. Um, And this is where Saul was actually planning to go to the city called Damascus. And he was wanting to arrest every everybody, man and woman, 
to that believed in God. He wanted to arrest them and bring them back to Jerusalem. But on his way to Damascus, uh, Jesus came to him and appeared to him and uh, basically told him, you know, asked him why. Why are you persecuting people in my name? Um, and, you know, of course, he was trembling in fear. And Jesus basically called him to, to righteousness, to right standing with with God. Um, but when he opened his eyes, uh, he couldn't see. Uh, he was blind for three days, and the men that was with him had to lead him on the rest of the way to Damascus. Uh, and then Jesus appeared to this guy named Ananias and told him about um, Saul and what he needed to do to restore his vision. And once his vision restore, was restored, he would preach in the name of Jesus. So he went from killing in, from, in the name of Jesus to preaching in the name of Jesus. Uh, and his story um, is just so inspirational and so relatable to just how people are transformed. Like, you know, those people where you're like, I don't even know if if God, like if God can change you. Like, you you know, those people in your life where you're just like they are way far left. But I have some some amazing friends that I knew that were atheists before, agnostic, didn't even go to church, and God has completely turned their life around 360, and they are uh, living for God. Um, but yeah, so that's just a little bit about Paul, and if you want to read more about him, you know, you can read, start reading in Acts 9, or you can always go to Bible Gateway, you can put in Paul, and there'll be so many things that will pop up about him. But I want to really focus on uh, his imprisonment because I feel like this kind of relates to and kind of coordinates with uh, contentment. So I wanted to share this passage with you all. Um, it's in Philippians 1, 13 through 14, and this is in the New Living Translation, NLT. And this is Paul talking, and he says, for everyone here, including the whole palace guard, knows that I am in chains because of Christ. And because of my imprisonment, most of the believers here have gained confidence and boldly speak God's message without fear. Wow. This is because of his imprisonment. I don't know about you, but just thinking about being in prison just scares me. Um, and I feel like the last thing that would be on my mind is boldly preaching God's message at first, for sure. Um, I think this is one of those moments where I have to really think if am I willing to be persecuted even to the point of death in preaching God's word, especially in a place where there are so many characters and so many different people who are in prison for so many different reasons that probably don't even believe in God and, you know, having to face the possibility of dying. Like, that is that is bold. I think I will eventually get to that place, but I think initially I'll just be, like, trying to chill and not try to be noticed, um, if I'm being really honest. Um, but my prayer is that I don't ever get in prison. Um, but I think that's just something that I have to continue to assess, even not being in prison. Like, how am I you know, with boldly sharing the gospel. But that could be another episode because we're talking about contentment. And so um, in regards to contentment, it made me ask these two questions to myself. Um, and so one of the questions is, what has imprisoned you to believe that God is not enough and won't provide what he promised? 
Um, and the other question is, what is holding you captive from believing in God's promises? Uh, so to the first question, what has imprisoned you to believe that God is not enough? It won't provide what he promised. I think that for me, it had a lot to do with my past experiences. Um, and I think, um, to one, um, it wasn't like the things that I was reading about God. I'm like, I haven't experienced that. And you said that you promised this, but you know, how, you know, how do I know that it has come to pass? You know, how do I know that it's come to, you know, full fruition in my life? Um, but what I didn't realize is that I had to give up my mindset of my broken past. Um, goodness gracious. Uh, God says, like, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's what I wasn't doing. I wasn't taking the time to renew my mind to, you know, think like him. And the only way that I will be able to do that is consistently be in my word. And that's one of the things that I was not doing. Uh, I was going to church, you know, in the past before, you know, coming to the church that I go to now. Um, you know, I would go to church because it was required of me, you know, uh, especially like when I was younger, like around, you know, 12, you know, even older than that. But I do remember like at, you know, 12 where I was going to a church more consistently. And, you know, I started playing the piano for that church and, you know, then I definitely had to go and, you know, I come from a Pentecostal background. So I was going to play at revivals and, you know, traveling with the, the bishop at the time and, it was a it was a lot, you know, for a twelve year old, uh, you know, especially going into the the teenage years. All I really knew was church and just being at home, not really going anywhere, um, and school. That was kind of like my life, uh, growing up, growing up in the church. Um, but anywho, um, but I don't think that in those times that I was really seeking to renew my mind in the way of Christ. Like I knew scripture. I like, I, like I could finish scripture once it started, you know, across the pulpit, but like the application of it was something that was far from me. Um, and I think at the time when I was really trying to, you know, uh, figure it out, you know, and try to like, not just say it, but be about it. Uh, there was really nobody to really help me, you know, to kind of guide me in that direction. Uh, I was reading the Bible on my own, and but I still wasn't trying to, you know, I still didn't understand it fully. Uh, I was just reading it just to read it to gain knowledge. Um, but what I began to imagine, um, even with Paul, is that in his imprisonment and being a slave, uh, he he wouldn't have led so many people to Jesus if he was inwardly focused Um and I think that plays a huge part, too. Like, being inwardly focused can kind of hinder the process of being content because you're so focused on, you know, what's not happening uh, versus what God is doing despite what's not happening, you know? Um, and like I said, that goes back to the mindset. Like, do you believe in God's promises, the things that he said that he promises uh, for us as his children, as his disciples, Um that believing it to a point where, you know what, like, no matter what situations I'm faced with right now, currently, that I won't be here always. Like, this is not my place of permanence. Like, God has better for me. Uh, but do you truly believe that?
And what it had to take for me was truly seeking God and believing with confidence that he will supply my every need according to his riches and glory. You can find that in Philippians 4, 19. Um, Yes, seeking God to believe with confidence is one thing to know, but it's another thing to believe. Like, I know about certain things, but I believe wholeheartedly about certain things. And the difference is my passion towards it. Um, because you can know about a topic. I, I, it, it, just for an example, um, I was getting tongue tied there <laughs> for a second, but for example, like, you know, there's things like in school that I was, you know, taught that I knew at the time, you know, for the sake of taking a test or, you know, for the sake of, you know, writing an essay, but I probably don't know none, none of that, especially the classes that had nothing to do with the major that I was pursuing. Um, but when, it, when I got into my major classes, um, there was things that I learned that I had knowledge about, but it wasn't until I actually believed like in this information, um, and actually put it into practice, like not just, you know, reading it, just to read it, you know, for the sake of you know, taking a test, but this was like the things that I was learning to be successful and be excellent in the career and the path that I've chosen. So not only do I have to read the information, I have to like really study it and, you know, put it into practice. I got to go out in the field. I have to use the camera. I have to, you know, be on set. I have to, you know, do these things in order for it to actually stick. Um, It's the same thing with you know, with God, like you have to continually seek him, you know, you have to continually seek his word, you know, be in his word, but not just, you know, not just to obtain knowledge, but you have to learn how to apply it, um, you know, to your life and put it into practice, you know, see how it works for you, you know, whether you're praying about something, you know, the Hebrews 5, 7, you know, and Jesus, you know, praying, you know, petitioning to God, you know, uh, with fervent cries, uh, to the point of submission, um, you know, you have to be before God, uh, consistently in order to look like him, you know, in order to, you know, believe in the things that he, he says, like, and then put it into practice to see what, what, how does it come to fruition, you know? Um, so that's something that I had to, had to really do. Um, I had to really understand, like, what am I allowing myself to be imprisoned by, you know, that's hindering me from being content, you know, being content with the things that God has going on in my life right now and understanding that, you know what, like, this is just a season, just like all the other seasons that I've had in the past. Um, you know, I think about where I was three years ago and it's definitely not where I am today. Um, so it's, you know, I'm grateful for my past now because I am able to use it as a measuring stick to see how God has, how far God has brought me instead of being like, you know what, oh man, you know, like I'm so broken and da da da. I mean, I'm still broken and, you know, I'm not perfect in any way, shape, form or fashion, but it's a different type of brokenness. It's a brokenness, the understanding that, you know what, like, I may not have all the things that I desire yet, but the things that I do have, I'm grateful for. And I know that as I continue to delight myself in God, that he will give me the desires of my heart. Psalms 37, 4. And uh, 
yeah, so I just have to continue to push even when I get tired and when I grow weary of just dealing with the same thing over and over again. I have to know that if I do not give up, I will reap a harvest. Galatians 6, 9. You better throw that scripture out there, Mella. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yes, I did just talk to myself. Okay. Uh, I think another important thing about contentment is understanding that our identity is in God and not in our experiences. Um, it's a passage that I wanted to share. It's in Romans 6, uh, 6 through 11. This is also the New Living Translation version, NLT for short. Um, and it says, we know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin, for when we die with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we die with Christ, we know we will also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Jesus Christ. So at this part, I showed a video clip um, of this, of these two boys. So one um, boy was sitting on a bench um, and another boy came to sit by, you know, him. He had, you know, um, his shoes were, you know, ripped at the sole, you know, like, you know, like when you, when the sole of the shoe is not attached to the actual shoe and it can talk like that's, that's how it was. And his clothes was tethered and, um, and everything. And, uh, he's sitting by this boy that was already sitting on the bench and he has, you know, clean clothes, you know, nice shoes. Um, and this, this boy with all the tethered clothes and the, the, um, not so functional shoes, uh, was tired of being teased, you know, at school and different things like that. He was desiring to basically have what the other boy had. And, uh, so, you know, he starts to kind of harp on it and, you know, he closes his eyes. He's like, wish he's like, I wish I could be like him. I wish I could be like him. And, uh, you know, so he opens his eyes. He realizes that he now has on the boy's clothes. So in the background, you see the boy who has switched. He's like running around, jumping for joy. You know, he's running around the tree, just like so excited. Um, and the other guy, the other boy that, you know, wished that he had his life or had his clothes, um, at the very least, um, is still sitting on the bench. And then all of a sudden you see this woman pull up with the wheelchair, uh, right, you know, ask him if he was ready to go. And, oh my goodness, when I first watched it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is what a, this is like a visual representation of like, you never know, like, be careful what you ask for because you never know what what another person had to go through to get there. Um, but then also just with contentment too, like it makes me think about how the boy was just running for joy. Like he couldn't walk, you know, and he didn't, and when they switched bodies, he didn't care about, you know, the tattered clothes. He didn't care about, uh, the messed up shoes. He, what he cared about was being able to walk again, being able to freely run and be a kid you know, and I think, too, it's just, like, that kind of speaks volume to um, contentment, you know, and a big thing about contentment is, like, you can't compare yourself to other people and where they are in life because it's, like, it's, like, you'll always be reaching for the future and never being able to live 
in the present moment, you know, and where God has you and be able to be fruitful and, you know, multiply in the season that God has you, you know. Um, so there's two points that I have, you know, in comparing myself to other people, it was, you know, I don't know what they've been through, like I said, and I feel like the clip was so powerful because um, it made me to believe and understand that God has made me unique and that I'm set apart and that the only thing that I should be comparing myself to is his word for growth and encouragement and reminders of who I am in him. Um, and that's the same thing for you. You know, um, the only thing that you should be comparing yourself to, especially if you're a disciple of Christ, is um, the word, you know, like not other people, not where other people are, you know, in life. And I think that's just the same thing that goes for people who don't believe in Christ yet or that just doesn't believe in Christ you know, either it's just that, you know, comparison is still one of those killers that is going to prevent you from really, truly experiencing you for who you are, um, you know. But again, open invitation for you to really delve deeper into the word of God, you know, definitely reach out to me, um, you know, through here or, you know, on Mind Over Mella, uh on Facebook and Instagram. And I would definitely be willing to take the time to sit down with you and open up the scriptures so that you can understand a deeper value um, of who you are. But I will leave you with this um, and ending the conversation about contentment. Understand that contentment is not instantaneous. It's a process. Um, and if you choose to commit to get into a place of contentment, you will get there. Keep pushing. Um, but while you're pushing, really take the time to assess what are some of the things that I'm being imprisoned by, you know, that is, you know, preventing me from, you know, truly experiencing contentment and you know like understand there are things in life that are unpredictable and things that you can't change um, that's outside of your control but what you can change is your response to it and you know the growth of that you know because I can say like uh, how I used to respond to things is completely different from how I respond to things now and it's still a growing process there's still things that I need to work on um, even if it's not a verbal response, it may be an internal response or a response in my mind. Oh, God, it needs work, y'all. My face need work too. Cause I'm just like, uh, what was that? What'd you say? You know, and then I have to, I have to like really, you know, reel myself in and remember who I am and who I belong to, which is Jesus Christ. Cause I'd be like, okay, I don't know who this person talking to, but, um, Hopefully it ain't me, um, but that's, you know, I have to reassess and be like, you know what, like, I can't think like that, like, that's not what God wants me to do, you know, even if I do feel offended, you know, I have to still try to love that person the way that God loves me and, you know, intentionally loves me every single day. Um, yes, so, um, so with contentment too, like, Please don't confuse it with complacency. Um, You know, the difference between the two is that, you know, complacency is a place where, you know, you have a feeling of being satisfied, a feeling of being satisfied of how things are. 
but you're not trying to change it. Like, you're just like, I understand, you know, that I'm I'm cool with everything. I'm cool with the way everything is, like, and I'm not trying to, trying to change that, you know. But contentment is like an inner sense of rest and peace that comes uh, with being right with God and knowing that he is in control no matter what happens um, and that we keep moving forward, you know. Um, the, you know, despite the situations that's thrown at us, you know, and I think that's like, that's the difference. It's like, like I said before, it's understanding that what I'm going through is not my place of permanence, but also that what I'm going through doesn't define where I'm going, you know, especially in Christ or just in my career and, um, in school and work, you know, um, whatever it is, whatever you're striving for that, you know, um, where you're supposed to be is where God needs you to be um, until he elevates you, you know. And, and when he does, you know, that's, an, you know, it's still a process and striving to be content and not, you know, so focused on, you know, like, well, I want to be here and this is what I'm focused on to a point where you're not living in the present and you're living out of this false, you know, future, well, it's not even a false future because, oh, because we don't really know what God has planned for our lives. Um, we just know that he has a plan um, and it's so much bigger than what we can see in front of us. Um, and he reveals that to us little by little, you know, every moment, you know, the day and every, as every day goes by, you know, it's continually being revealed to us. Um, but my challenge to you to end this off, um, to really kind of truly assess, like, are you content or are you complacent is really write down, take the time to write down the things that you're thankful for. Think about, you know, the things that you're, you're grateful for. Write down the list. If it's hard to come up with, um, you know, maybe you want to do this more often so that, you know, you don't forget what God has done and you won't, you don't forget that, what God is currently doing, you know, in your life. Cause I know for me, it's really easy for me to be so focused on what's happening, what's happening in front of me that I don't like that. It causes me to forget of, about the things that God has done. Um, and I just get to a place where I am complacent. Like I'm not desiring to grow and I'm not, you know, desiring to move forward. I was like, well, God, you're going to have to meet me here because, um, I ain't going nowhere, and, um, okay, <laughs> you can do that if you want to, um, but it's like, you know, faith without works is dead, and, you know, yes, you can have the faith to be, but, like, if you're not doing anything to get to that goal, like, where, how God is going to help, you know, propel and push that vision forward, um, that's how I actually see things, but, yeah, you know, take the time to really think about the things that you, um, are thankful for and do it consistently, you know, till you get to a point where it just rolls off the tongue, you know, and it reminds you and motivates you to like, you know what, like God is unboxable. He is limitless and he can do exceedingly above everything I ever asked or imagine or even think, you know, and so, um, yeah, let's not put God in this box and let's really dream, you know, about the things that we want, you know, to see happen 
in our lives and watch God work, you know, but let's not get ahead of ourselves and really work to grow to a place of being content with where God has us and understand, like, you know what, like, this may hurt right now, this may not feel good, but it always won't be the case. Like, really just think about it, because if you think about your life three years ago to now, there's progress. Um, so be encouraged, keep fighting, um, and I'll see you next time. You know what I mean. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to episode three of this podcast. I am so excited to continue to share my life with you as I am learning the balance of taking care of myself and serving others, um, as well as um, growing in my vulnerability as I'm seeking God's love. And I hope that you are able to take something away from the conversation on today. Uh, yeah, so just know that contentment is great gain. I feel like being in this place of contentment, I have gained peace. I have gained clarity of where God is taking me. Um, and I'm just buckled up, enjoying the ride as I am trusting God's process, especially for a lot of things and the desires that I have on my heart. Um, one being this podcast and it actually happening. And I'm so excited to see how it continues to grow and the people that it continues to reach um, in the hopes that I am, you know, always intentionally trying to glorify God with the gifts that he has given me as I am trying to spread the gospel to the masses in hopes that somebody's heart is changed as a result of it and coming to know Christ for themselves. That's the goal, you know? Um, so yes, I am excited about the sponsorships. I'm excited about recording and sharing my life. Uh, like I said, uh, in the previous episode, um, I'm gonna, uh, be recording on Tuesdays and Fridays. It is final Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, my goal is to have each podcast out by 12 noon, uh, each day. Um, but because I am on anchor on the anchor platform, I'm not sure what time it actually posts on the platforms that is distributed to, but just know that the podcast will be out on Tuesdays and Fridays. And if you are subscribed, you will get the notification of when a new episode is uploaded. Um, but I will also like to take the time that if you are an iPhone user and you are listening to me on Apple Podcasts, if you can take the time to please leave a rating, leave a review. This is how people continue to find my podcast and be inspired just like you guys are. Uh, so if you can help your sister out, help a girl out, it'll be much appreciated. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and I will see you on Tuesday. You know what I mean?